Yes, queen. Yes. All right, now I'm ready. Okay. What's up? I'm Bentley Pearl. What's up? I'm Crystal. And this is Yes. Yes, queen. queen. Yes, we got to get it together. All right. Yes. We have a few things to cover from last time, but I honestly forgot. So please forgive me. But I got another quote on my heart today. So we're going to start with that. So, okay, start. This quote, you guys tell me how you feel about it because then I'm, I'm going a whole rampage about it, okay? So, you got to tell me how you feel about it and you know why I'm going on a rampage about it. All right. So, this quote says, I am not replaceable. And I mean that in the most humblest way possible. In the most humblest way possible. I mean that. I felt that quote in my soul. So you can go ahead. You go first. Whew, that one is. <laughs> I'm sorry. Y'all, I got my kids in the background. They act like they don't know how to go to sleep. Life happens. Please be gone. Um, so for that, for me, whew, I agree with that because. I think at one part of our life, we all feel like that. Like, because I know you've been in a relationship where they, okay, so for me, it's like, for me, it was like I was in that relationship with that person, and when when when, he, when that person was broke, and that person ain't had nothing, and didn't have a job, oh, I was bait. I was full, I was full on mm-hmm, bait. Mm-hmm. I was in love. Then that person started making that bread because they got a good job. Oh, oh! Then I wasn't bay no more. They found a new bay. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, so it's like you know, I feel when people do that, like they try to make it seem like, oh yeah, you're just replaceable. But no, like because I was the one that was there to help you find that job and to help build you, and that person's just reaping the benefits. So like, so you never know the loyalty of that person because. They weren't there for you. So they didn't know you at your worst. Now they know you at your best. So it's like, no, I'm not replaceable because you, because in the end, you knew I, I had you both ways. So I accepted you at your worst and, not, and I can accept you at your best. But for you, you couldn't accept yourself. So I feel like they don't, they didn't replace me. They replaced, they replaced their own guilt and shame. Okay. Okay. I feel it. I feel it. I've been there. I think. Now I'm at the point in my life, like after hitting that that same bottom with that with the person, you know, similar situation. I think three years post that whole situation, I'm at the point in my life where I'm like, no, I am valuable. I am a good supporter. I am, you know, great at supporting you in all your endeavors. I am a motivator. I am transitional. I am transcendent. And like when it comes to like me giving in, like loving somebody, taking care of those things, and helping them out. So. I'm really at the point in my life right now where I'm like, bitch, I am irreplaceable. I may not be the best thing that's happened to you in your life, but I am one of the best things that ever happened to you in your life. And if you don't understand my value, or like if you if you see me on the shelf and I'm $35.99, don't come to the register with $25. Because there ain't no discounts. Like, I'm really at that point where I'm just like, you need to value me. And so it's like, I'm trying to be as humble as possible. But sometimes I tell people, like, look, I'm being selfish. I don't come at a discounted rate. 
you don't get part of me. You get all of me or you get none of me. And I'm not about to give you 100% of my time. You're not giving me 100% of your time. And I mean that as in, like, the benefits of me. You're not about to have the benefits of me without having me and me being say I have you. Like, I'm, I'm just over that bullshit. That's not for me. Sis is not having it anymore. So I'm just like, I saw that quote and I was like, oh my gosh, my soul. Who the F read my soul like this? Who read my soul like this? Because I just felt like, yeah, in the most humblest way possible, dog, I'm more than you deserve. <laughs> in the most humblest way possible, dog, like, you got me after because I'm irreplaceable. Like, I'm the type of bitch you spend your life trying to replace. I may be a handful, but that's why you got two hands. But when I say I have your back and I'm loyal to a folk, I'm loyal to a folk. I'm, they check my phone, who message us type loyal. That's how loyal I am. Loyal to a freaking folk. And I will support you 100%. But you got me effed up when you decide to devalue me. I come at a price and you better pay it. There ain't no discounts. It's not a 5 finger discount. Ain't no black people discount either. I, oh, I agree. Like, and, like, that's the thing. It's, like, when you look back at it, it's just, like, I feel like I, like, they saved me from the heartache that, that was to come. Because, like, to be with somebody who can't value, like, who you are and what you've done for them in a relationship, I feel like they just don't value themselves. Because for me, it's, like, I know that, like, where I am in life, I couldn't have done it by myself. Mm-hmm. That you know, there's always other people that I need, or there was, or there's gonna, there's gonna always be somebody. I'm always gonna need somebody, whether it's like emotional support or just like you know, uh, you know, sometimes you need financial support, like you know, let's say you start a business. But like for me to just like turn my back on somebody like that, that that that's something wrong with me. It's not wrong with the person that I'm with, or it's not wrong with the person who's offering me like any kind of support me and it's like to me that's part of like when are you gonna look at you because if this if if this happens often to you and you just feel like you always gotta you always around and you always hurting everybody's feelings like look at the culprit like sometimes you have to look in the mirror like it's not always everybody else and it's like I think people like that you know they reap what they sow like they get it you know they always think the grass is green on the other side until they're miserable Right, or they're narcissists and they choose people, you know, and make them victims. But that's a whole nother topic. That's fine. Go to sleep, please. That's that, oh, topic. Yeah, that's, I think I could do like uh five uh podcasts on that topic. Uh, yes, it's me too. I think I'm just like, I, um, that, and we had we had a conversation that was like very deep. And me and this person, me and this girl almost got in an argument because I was just like, you know, at a point when you're with somebody, talking to somebody who like feels that way or treats you that way, it's like it's not a reflection of you. They're not treating you they're not treating you bad because of you. You know, like because you are a bad person. They're treating you bad because somebody didn't love them right. You know, like they weren't loved enough to like know this is not fair treatment. Or they were a victim at some point. Or they saw it at some point, and now they have become those things, you know, or, or portraying those things and, like, you know, putting them out on other people. But I'm just like, 
you like at some point that person doesn't like they've been so devalued at some point like they've been so hurt or somebody hurt them so bad you know how men getting they hurt feelings it's like the end of the world um somebody hurt them so bad that one time in kindergarten night 35 years old they don't know how to act because one person hurt them and broke their heart in kindergarten um that they don't know what they deserve you know what i'm saying like so they don't understand like what they deserve like they deserve to be loved and valued and supported and they don't understand that so it's like they don't know how to give that to somebody else so instead of like saying okay i deserve to be treated this way so i'm going to take how you're treating me and i'm going to treat you the same way they just like oh i'm going to devalue you because i don't know how to accept that or i feel unworthy of that and i'm just like how some of y'all who raised y'all who raised you like just at least be a decent human being who raised you and that's the thing it's like you have people out here raising toxic people like you know it's like toxic parents bring up toxic kids and it's like that's sad because then somebody else is left to deal with whatever whatever damage happens or just like and i think like like remember we talked about it before it's like the dating game i think a lot of people have made like they've lowered standards and they've made dating this kind of like it's all about social media. It's all about it's all about clout, basically to me, because it's like it's propaganda. Yeah, and it's like sorry, I have to. You're good. But it's like you know, it's it's so easy. Everything is easy accessible. Like everything's easy accessible. Every like everybody's like. Okay, yeah, sure. You know, it's like it's there's no loyalty to people anymore. Like I I can see that like people like people screenshot all the time, like, oh, somebody sliding their DMs, like and you know you married. Like you think these girls ain't gonna screenshot that? I don't even understand that. Like, please look, that's that's a topic, bro. Kind of way about that kind of thing. Like <laughs> I do not understand getting married and marrying somebody and staying married when you cheat on them. It can't be a I cheat, you cheat, we cheat, now we good. That eye for eye bullshit don't work. It, it don't work for me. Why stay, like, people think getting married puts, like, a happy cloud on everything. No, marriage makes it worse because now you're stuck with this person for the rest of your life. Like, that makes it worse. Like, babies and marriage and financial hardship, that all, like, puts a strain on relationship. And not saying that babies aren't a good thing and marriage isn't a good thing, but just saying that, like, things that come with marriage is, like, now, when you're married to somebody, you're no longer your own, you know, on your own. Like, you have someone else to think about all the time, 24-7. But you should have been in that mindset while you were dating them and pursuing marrying them. People these days, and like, they don't think that. We don't think, oh, I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to marry and pursue this person, so I'm going to treat them like they are my wife or my, or my husband. And so they think they can do that. Oh, I'm going to put a ring on it. I'm going to cut cold turkey from being a thought. And they get married, and you still out there sliding DMs because you haven't practiced what you need to preach to live this life. And so, like that, that bothers me. Like I have, I have family members, um, cousins who I'm like, I, and I'm always, I get on both of them like all the time because I'm like, bro, y'all been together since y'all in junior high. Y'all have had cheating after cheating after cheating scandals since y'all in junior high. You got married to shut this girl up. Then. You out here, like, cheating on her. You thotting around on her. And she thotting around on you, and she know she know what's going on. Then she get pregnant with your kid. And they're like, okay, I'm going I'm to take care of her. I'm going to go do this. I'm going to go do that. I'm going to, like, you know, I'm going to buy her a Benz and blah, blah, blah. And I'm going to make it right. You buying her a Benz don't make it right. 
and now guess what? She done had your kid. You done bought her this Benz. You cheated on her so bad, and now she done out there cheating on you. You gonna do because your feelings hurt because you didn't price what you preach before you married her. Like that's my thing. Like I don't understand. Like what's the point of doing that? Practice what you preach. Do not pretend for the world. You didn't have to marry her because y'all been together since y'all were in junior high. That don't mean shit. That doesn't mean shit. My sister was with somebody since she was 13 years old. They got married when she was 21 and had a kid when she was 22. And they things ended in the worst way because everybody everybody's pushing them towards marriage. Like, oh, y'all been together so long. Y'all need to get married. They pushed them there. And like it ended in the worst way because they really weren't compatible at the end of the day. They weren't compatible. But they had invested so much time. They stayed together until it ended miserably for both of them because they were like, oh, we got time in it. You got time in it, but you're doing dirt. Time and dirt don't work together. Like time does not mean anything to you. You can meet somebody in two weeks and they can love you more than somebody you've known for three years. And I believe in that shit hundred percent. But people are worried about time. Oh, I was with somebody for a year, so even though I feel this way about you and what the things that we do are natural or whatever, and I know that I, I care about you more than I care about that person. I've been with that person for a year, so I'm gonna stick it out with that person. No, that's doing a disservice to that person and to yourself. <laughs> And I, and I can admit that, like, I was actually, like, I would say I'm, I'm a, I don't, I want to, I don't want to admit it. I really don't. I don't admit it, admit it's it. living your truth. I'm part of that. I was like that, because it's like, it's my, I was like, well, we've been together for three years already. I'm like, we got two kids. I don't want to start over. It's just like, I might as well. We already have a history. We know each other. It'll just be so much easier because dating is so complicated. So yeah, no, I'm, I'm I got I was part of the crowd, but then I realized like staying with somebody just because we have kids together and just because we have history. But the but the big issue was with us we had the history and the history mm-hmm. wasn't good history. So it was like okay, so if this is like a very toxic relationship and we keep this relationship going because we have kids, what happens to the kids? They they grow up in this toxic environment and then they're so used to being toxic so they they're gonna think that another that it's okay for a man to treat them that way or and it's okay for them to treat a man that way so it's like then i'm just continuing the cycle and i'm not making it better for anybody else's for anybody else's sons right that that's what i'm saying and i i think we all play victim to that you know because like with me and um in my high school sweetheart i think we caught up in the last podcast you know we did that thing for seven years or not we did think for seven years for the most part almost eight and it's like there was just so much hurt that there was never going to be any coming back from it and i knew that like, i knew that looking back i knew that the whole time especially like those last three years like there was just so much hurt like that i knew i couldn't come back from and that he couldn't come back from but we still were like, oh, we missed all this time. We knew each other since we were in 11th grade. You know, we, we've had this great story. It'll be great to have kids and do blah, blah, blah. And I genuinely loved him. I think he genuinely loved me too. But I think that there was just so much hurt and dirt that happened that it was never going to work. And I had that moment of like, you know, I put seven years into this on and off. Like, I'm, this, this shit going to have to work. You're going to have to marry me. I'm going to have to have your last name. Like, that's, that's kind of where it was. And then, like, at a point, I realized, like, that this toxic like that that feeling of like having to worry if they're cheating if they're really at work if they're really doing what needs to be done and knowing like for him that his his job was not like a official building like he had an office but he did a lot of a lot of table sit downs like you know kitchen table things that he did like, you know as a broker and a life insurance seller so he did like a lot of people houses having a lot of people phone numbers it was just a lot and it was to the point where like look 
if I get to your relationship with you and I can't, not that I want to go through your phone, I think that that's something toxic people shouldn't do. But I mean, I mean, what you found, what you found, what you found when you're looking because you open yourself up for your own hurt. But I, not that I want to look through your phone, but I should be able to like open your phone and do something without you freaking out or spazzing out. I should have the passcode to your phone without any issue. Not that I want to go through your stuff about your privacy, but I feel like I should have that. I shouldn't have to like, I shouldn't be blocking your Instagram. You shouldn't have blocked me on Facebook. Like that's something that shouldn't shouldn't happen. And like when it gets to that point where it's like that's where we were. We were at the point where like I couldn't touch his phone without him like having a fit. I couldn't pick his phone up without him having a fit. He blocked me on Instagram. Like even his business page blocked me on Instagram. Blocked me on Facebook. Blocked me on to like every social media. And it's like not like I'm the person like oh, I'm gonna go through stuff. It's just like you know. If I'm your girl, you're my dude. I'm gonna post you. I'm gonna tag you. Whatever I'm, you know, I'm posting you. Even as my friends, like I'll tag you and stuff all the time. But it's just like that level of like we live in the same damn house. We pay the same damn bills. We have joint things and things in our names together, and we gotta separate our social life. That is toxic. There is a problem with that, and I'm still fighting for you because I have my time invested in you. Like at that point, it kind of really was like, man, fuck that time. I'm not happy. I don't want to have to worry what you're doing or how to do it with you or what's going on or, you know, who you creeping with. I don't want to have to worry. If I got to worry about that, if I got to, like, ping your location, figure out where you at, boo, I don't want it. It ain't for me. I'd rather be alone. It really ain't for me because I am so, like, laid back, chill. I just want two things from you. I want to feel important, and I want you to randomly check up on me and be like, hey, how's your day going, whatever. That's all I really need from you, and I will feel loved and complete. Like, time to me is the biggest thing. But I know if we're building a business and trying to work things out, trying to, like, get our, our future secure financially, I know there's going to be time that we're not going to be able to spend together. We're going to be working and grinding. I get that. But if I don't feel valued, like, this is what makes somebody feel valued in that situation. You know, like, I worked two jobs at that point in time with him because he needed money to build a business and I was helping invest in his business. I worked two jobs and he was out, like, 6 o'clock in the morning until 10 o'clock at night trying to, you know, get these kitchen table appointments of people to make money. And me teaching and working at AMC theaters and working at Kirkland's, like, doing those things, like, working two jobs full-time, I still was at home, like, cooking him dinner. Dinner was always made on the table for him. I still was there every morning waking up, cooking him breakfast. The breakfast was always on the table for him. I still was, like, like to the point where I was, like, writing inspirational quotes on all his lunch and, like, food items to, like, keep him motivated and help him. I don't mind doing that for you if we're together, but I started doing it out of a, like, oh, this is how I'm going to keep him type thing. I don't want to think, I don't want to think that. I don't want to think, oh, I got to keep you. If I don't do this, like, you're going to find the next bitch to do it for you. I don't want to think that. That's unhealthy and toxic. So at that point, like, that's when I realized, nah, boo, I'm irreplaceable. Shit I'm going to do for you, the way that I'm, the love that I'm going to give you, the way that I'm going to fucking love you, is irreplaceable. I do not need to feel devalued. I need you to appreciate what I do and how I do it for you. So it's just like, at that point, I was just like, nah, fam, this ain't for me. So I have, for the most part, for the past three years, have really been on like a no bullshit with dudes kind of move. Like, you do some shit I don't like, I'm going to tell you once. The second time, we're going to make a teachable moment. The third time, that's it, I'm gone. So for the most part, I have been sticking to that because I'm just like, I am worth so much more than that. And if you can't see my value, why the fuck are we talking? I agree, because it's like, I know it took me a while to be able to see my value, because, like, I've, like, I was you, like, I tried to make a toxic relationship work, and, like, I think, like, probably the worst one was, 
whenever I was like, you know, living in Houston, and it was just like that person was just like so toxic, and like I knew the person was cheating. Like you know, you didn't like I knew, but I never wanted to admit it because it was like I wanted to make it work. Like I, I didn't want to have to start over, and so then we figured, okay, let's say moving. Moving's gonna do. Moving's gonna make everything better. No, so like I uprooted my whole life. And it was like, so I'm, I own everything, right? So everything's in my name. Everything's mine. This person don't really have nothing. So I just gave up everything I had for this person. And then it's like, it it was never enough. Like, but I was always made to, like, it was, okay, so everything I've done was never enough. But that person would always like to throw things in my face. And like, you've never been there for me. You've never done this for me. And I'm like, but I'm the one that's done everything. I'm the one that's made all the sacrifices. So nothing was ever good enough. Because if I didn't show love the per- the way that person wanted me to show love, then it was invalid. Like nothing was ever going to work in that relationship. Because it was like, if I didn't do things your way, you, you just you just threw it away. You disregarded everything I've ever said or I've done in the past because it wasn't what you wanted. And like that person would go through my phone. Like they'll wait till I go to sleep. They'll go through my phone. They went through my computer. They went to my, through my uh, iPad. Like it was like everything, like I had that was electronic. That person was going through. So then, arguments happened because I had male friends, which I was like, you knew I had those male friends. You've met those male friends, and those male friends were around before you. And then it was I had pictures in my iCloud from like of exes, and I'm just like. You know, I'm like, when I break up with somebody, I don't just go and delete their pictures. That's not what I do. That's just not me. That's not my healing process because I feel like that's still memories. Like, you know, to me, because like I made those memories. I don't want to have to delete them. But it was a big deal because I still had those pictures in my phone or on my iCloud or whatever you call it. And then I was just like, how is that an issue? Why is that an issue for you? Like, why do you think I need to erase every aspect of my past to please you? Because and he and then to his big deal was like, why would you want me to have that? That's your memories. Why would I to ask you to delete your memories? Those memories are a part of you, and I understand that. And I understand that I'm not the only person that's ever been. I'm, I know I'm not the only girl you've ever been with, and and I understand that, and that's okay with me. But like, I feel like the issue wasn't me. The issue was him. Like the issue was that, you know, you weren't man enough to handle a real relationship. Like, you weren't man enough to see your faults into what was happening in this relationship, how you were tearing this relationship apart. Because nobody wants to constantly be berated. And then, like, to me, that turned into, like, an emotional and a physical thing. Like, I didn't want to even be touched by this person because I was so tired of everything this person was putting me through. Like, it was, like, to the point where it was, like, I was not benefiting from this relationship at all. Like, and that's the sad part. Like I was pregnant, and I was pregnant, so it was just already like I'm already stressed. My body's already going through a change. I'm just like it, then I was pregnant in the summer, so I was hot, sis. It was hot. It was like <laughs> ninety-seven degrees to hundred degrees over summer. I was hot. Ain't nobody want to be bothered. And it was just like instead of you like accepting that or like even remotely even pretending, you know, I would have taken pretending to care about my feelings. It was disregarded. It was just like, oh, you just cheating. You don't want to do this because you were you got somebody on the side. And I'm how I'm a cheat. Like, I don't know nobody out here. Like you moved me halfway across the world and 
I don't know nobody. I'm just going to find some random person. And it was just like, okay, that, that person's out here doing something because they got to accuse me of every little thing. Like, every little thing I'm getting accused of when, you know, I don't even do nothing. And it was like to the point where like I started thinking, okay, well, if you're going to keep accusing me of cheating, then I'm going to just go out there and cheat. Because if I'm going to get accused of something or blamed for something, I might as well freaking do it. I didn't do that though. I was a big person. But it but like after me being depressed for so long and me not loving myself and it took a toll on how I was raising my kids. I became an angry parent because I was just angry at the world. And I got to the point where it was just like I just hated myself. And then like that that person like went away for a while and it's like I was by myself and then it just made me realize I mean well we didn't live together so like we got kind of moved out so basically that made me realize it was like without him around I realized it was a toxic situation that it was just that that whole relationship brought me to a dark place and a place that I felt like I could never escape and it's like I lost who I was like it was just I was either I was his fiance and I was a mom. Those those were the only two things I was. I was like I wasn't even crystal anymore. And then it's like that took me like completely breaking apart and completely breaking away and saying I'm done. I can't do this anymore. And like I had to go. To, I did therapy. Everything like I was working. I was on my own doing everything by myself. And I found myself again. Like I was able to like truly find out who I was again. And it was like I had to go to the point of like I had to fall back in love with myself because I didn't like who I was. I didn't even want to look at myself in the mirror because I let this person tear me down so much. I figured there was nothing about me that was even wonderful or great. You know what I figured out? I'm a bomb ass chick. Right. Moral of the story, know your value. Don't let anyone devalue you. And if they do, kick them onto the curb because they're only there for a season and not for the whole event of real life. Period. And I think in order for you not to va- to try to devalue somebody, is you don't value yourself. Yeah, something wrong within your heart. I agree. Somebody didn't raise you, you right. That shit out. I didn't love you right, yep. sis. That is my K- whole K- thing. K Michelle. K Michelle said, it. "Can't raise no man." Mm-mm, but you can raise a thought. <laughs> yes, Mo. Come on now, Mo. Come through, Queen. Yeah, sis.